0: releasing tensions while raising intentions for your best, clearest, spiritual work. Hello and welcome to Psychic Playdate Podcast. I'm psychic artist Melanie Alberts. Today, my guest is Molly Glenn. She's the author of Your Mighty Soul, The Bumpy and Beautiful Road to Your Best Self. It's a book which reveals what it can mean to live authentically in joy and freedom. Molly also knows her way around a pendulum. I know her through my local dowsing club. She's an active member of the American Society of Dowsers and the Ozark Research Institute. Today, we go through the importance of energy hygiene. What is it? And why is it so important for psychic workers? Find out in just a minute. Well, hello, Molly. It is so nice to see you.
1: Hi, it's great to
0: be here. I'm so glad you're able to come on the Psychic play date. And this is an issue that I have been having some questions about because I had a, I have a crystal pendulum which I needed to recharge or cleanse and I did that with salt. It was the new moon on Monday and I decided to leave it outdoors in some salt and I tested it and it It improved its accuracy level just by doing that one simple thing. And so I I was like, you know, I really want to have somebody who knows more about this than I do on my podcast. And we are members of the Central Texas Energy Dowsers. And we had a meeting that Sunday, and it was just fantastic. And I wanted to come and talk to you and have you talk to the listener about energy Hygiene. What how do you define it? What is it in your own words?
1: Well, we kind of know what the word hygiene means. Uh, The dictionary calls it conditions and practices that serve to promote or protect health. And so we know, you know, we bathe, we brush our teeth, we do things like that. But but I would add to just general health, the whole idea of function. And well-being are part of the whole thought about any hygiene practice we have. So with energy hygiene, and it's something that you probably don't become aware of until you've done this for a while. And you realize that there are there's more in there's more in-depth practices in your readiness to be really good at this thing you're doing with the pendulum. And so, um, with energy hygiene, there's you're you're building an awareness there uh, through the work that you're doing that that your bottle your body is made of subtle energy, and you're connecting to subtle energy to get information. It's is very high level, and very fine work. It's not something we just blunder in and do, and. If you think about other professionals doing things on a high level, uh, for instance, you might think of a concert violinist. Uh, Before they show up to perform, because when we're dowsing, we're actually performing, they're gonna have done a whole, they're gonna have eaten right, they're gonna have hydrated correctly, they've probably done a few stretching exercises, they'll have visualized, they'll have done little practices, be all of this upfront scenario going on for someone like that. Likewise, if you're a golfer, probably the same you'll be visualizing the course, stretching, thinking about the clubs you're going to use, whatnot. So it's all about having the right framework to succeed and even just being aware of such a thing. So that's a bit about the just how to think about it and 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 define it.
0: I love that. And how did you discover the difference between good hygiene and not brushing your psychic teeth or whatever they call it be?
1: Well, as I begin, I've been uh, using the pendulum and being uh, doing dowsing for about 15 years. When I first began, of course, I didn't have a lot of confidence in my skill. It took a lot of study and a lot of practice to get... Where I felt like I could pretty well count on what I was getting, and over that period of time, I was saying even in the first training I have, they go over the teachers go over a little process, and we're going to practice that. I think later on in our session today. Okay. Good. But we're going to uh, we're going to practice that in a, in a way that shows what we're talking about. So, you know, um, as as we think about using the pendulum and, and the interconnection with dowsing here, you know, the, one of the definitions of, of dowsing is it's an ancient art, science, even skill that allows us to get information that is not normally available to us. In other words, not available to the logical mind. We can't look it up on the internet, the, the answers we're looking for. And if we have no uh, past experience or history or knowledge about it, that information seems out out of touch to us, not available. So for us to, to break through what's normally not available, we have to get ourselves positioned to be a clear channel don't we
0: yes absolutely
1: to have a clear flow and that's what hygiene it's a readiness thing it allows us to focus so that awareness and our sensitivity is heightened and that uh, we can discern these subtle energies and discern information as it's coming through and we also through that process realize Dowsing or pendulum use is not any there's nothing automatic about it. There's intention. You prepare, you get yourself ready. There's all that upfront going on so that hopefully when you get in there and begin to do it, the information comes and what comes is accurate.
0: And this is true, not just for dowsing, but also for tarot card reading or mediumship or palm reading, any type of psychic work that you want to perform. You want to be at your best uh, and uh, with the highest clarity. Is this something you think that people should do on a daily basis, like they brush their teeth?
1: I actually do. You know, it's something we have to begin to train ourselves to Focus on and, and and the more you do it, you can go through s- some of these questions and some of these little processes very quickly, like in a minute or in two minutes. You you can cover them all. Back when I began to kind of discover that I had um, access to mysticism and, and, and had mystical experiences, and at the time, you know, and I know you know this, I thought I was just a receiver of occasional information. Because I I wasn't trying to in any way manage that. But then when you become someone more involved and I began to do work for other people and, and work with our group here in Central Texas, I began to realize, now wait a minute, I have skills that can be honed here and I can position myself to be much more successful Rather than toying with something or playing around like you would with a Ouija board or something like that, this is really different. Because this is about the truth and this is about accuracy and this is information that's helpful and information for us that will help us make decisions and even help
0: heal. It's so important to be disciplined
1: Yes, that's the maturity that come. And I, I'm so glad you're doing a program on this because with anything we're doing that takes fine skills, the maturity sh- teaches us that discipline is important. We're disciplined in our physical approach and our mental approach. If I've had a really stressful day and I just have too much pressure on me, and then suddenly i'll get a text and someone i love wants me to douse for them i'm going to go forward cautiously because i'm not really in the right headspace, am i for that and i think that's part of learning to do this very well is recognizing we're human we have limitations and so what i'll do is get a snack relax breathe feel like if i can get in a a little bit more uh, restful, uh, normal state, I can work with that person for a while. But if I can't, I have to postpone it. And so again, that's that self-awareness and self-acceptance about it.
0: Right, you have to respect the situation and that person's time. And is this the right time to get this information? There's so many factors.
1: Yes, And, and I just don't believe energy... Um, energy dowsing, use of the pendulum should be considered something that we'll master and be able to manipulate. It's not like that. It's like a, a lot of these other sacred arts. It's, it's very precious. It's a gift. It's not something if we try to force it, uh, if we try to, to make it happen or skip steps, you know, we we will learn over time that the, our accuracy and our our overall, I'd say, acceptance and comfortableness with using the pendulum is, is going to be diminished, and you know nobody wants that.
0: So, nobody has time for that.
1: That's right. We don't have we don't have time for that at all. So what expands our uh, work with the pendulum is being grounded. And, and, and those of us that take time to meditate and train our mind that way, because that enhances our focus and enhances our openness, uh, not to everything, but to goodness and to the divine realm. And, um, and it helps build our sensitivity. So those are the pluses, even though, We'd like to rush and do it and hurry up and get the answer in some cases, but that's just not the right way to go about it.
0: So do you have any specific tips for our listener?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to mention, um, several things. And then and then we'll do the practice whenever you're ready. Oh sure. Um, you know one one person I studied some of their material uh, talked about how how using the pendulum helps us uh, tap into the greater consciousness field and I think that's important to recognize. You now where does this information come from and how are we able to do it and so In in that way, I'll just reemphasize, we are the point of light. We are the point of access. And so we're doing these things for us to be in the best state possible to be ready. So there's there's, uh, several things that I might want to mention about uh, just the approach um, to doing some of this. And it has to do with, um, with first of all, um, our physical readiness in the sense of uh, many of us have grounding exercises that we do where we feel like our, our feet are deep into the earth and that we feel um, a strong connection to the heavenly realms and, and, and where our power comes from. And then uh, we, we do things with our breathing, right? And this applies to many things, not just, to, not just use of the pendulum. We also check for negative energies that might be surrounding us. And that's real important. And during our exercise, we'll, we'll emphasize that. Um, because we want to make sure that, again, we're that clear channel uh, going on. And we want to make sure that that we are aligned with the right principles as we go through and there's there's several of them that that I'll uh, that I'll mention to you and um, and so those are the kind of the directional uh, ways that I'd like us to go today.
0: Sounds good <coughs> Excuse
1: me. Okay, would you like to try a little exercise?
0: Yes, please.. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so uh, I invite any of you who are listening as long as you're not driving to uh, join
0: along, put as down as, your chainsaw
1: put down your chainsaw uh, pull off the road and um, if you have your pendulum handy, uh, that would I be, do. That would be beautiful to, um, to have out and. A lot of us in the dowsing world use charts, and so some of you may have a chart that you have um, to work with. If you don't, there yes, uh, have one. Those are accessible, and more than anything, you need to be able to ask yes, no questions. And on the chart, yes is at the the, at the top. No is at kind of the ninety degrees off to the right. And then, if there's charts, often have numerical um, uh, little marks between some of the highlights of the circle of the chart, and so that you can actually measure things in uh, number form. And we'll we'll practice that. And so, if you get it, get your hands on a on a chart, that would be helpful in doing this exercise. So the first thing we want to do is. Uh, I want to teach you something I learned from a master dowser about uh, seven, eight years ago. I asked her, I said, Vernel how, how if I'm, I'm kind of needing to get into the right zone quickly, I don't have time to do a five minute. If I'm out somewhere, if I've got to do something quickly, what can I do? And so she taught me to, Place my index and middle finger up in the third eye area. So why don't you do that with me?
0: This is of, just above the bridge of your nose, above your,
1: yeah, above your uh, eyebrows, your but not high. kind of maybe a third of the way up your forehead. Okay. You just trust yourself to move it around and find the right spot for you. And I gently, I don't, I just kind of massage it. I don't tap it and as i do my intention is to reach the proper brainwave pattern so that i might go into a lowered brainwave state so that i can properly uh, ask for the questions so you find that point and one thing when you're if you're there and you've got let's say your eyes are closed take a deep breath and you can count kind of count down some people do three 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 gently massage the point two 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 one 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 take a nice breath breathe again now The first thing um, we want to do when we're using the pendulum that I learned early on is to ask for permission to douse. Now, who are you asking permission from? Well, your dowsing system. And for me, it's divine source. That's where, that's the only place I want to get my information. I want it right from the clearest place I can get it. I'm not interested in lower
0: level information,
1: just the best, so well, what, it
0: depends on what that information is about. I guess I mean, it can't be yeah you if know you're, if you're dowsing about something that's kind of low level
1: yeah, it may not matter, but in my case, I'm interested pretty much always, especially because of this next question, so ask ask, you can get your uh, pendulum in the ready position, okay. which on the chart is about, um, it's about two o'clock. If you think of a clock, it's at about two o'clock. And if, you're, if your pendulum is not yet uh, moving, get it moving. And that's the ready position for your question. I'm ready. All right. So one of the things you can do then is ask the pendulum to show me yes.
0: Show me and it, yes.
1: And it should move where your pendulum's going straight up and down. It is. Great. Now move back to the ready position. Uh, you know, do that yourself. Mostly when our pendulum is moving, it's moving on its own. But when we're getting ready for the question, it's fine to move it back. So we're back at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now ask your pendulum to show you no. Show and me it, no. It may spin around a little bit, and then it should go left to right. It is. Okay, down in the middle of your chart, left to right. All right, so what does this tell us? This says that uh, our pendulum has not reversed itself or anything. When we get a yes, that means yes. Okay, so that's a basic thing. I don't check that every time because I don't often have my pendulum reverse itself, but I know others do the very um next question if you have a chart that has uh the numerical values on it show me my energy level on a scale of say zero which i don't think you'd be alive but from (laughs) zero all the way to say 300 we don't need the whole chart to be involved okay Show me my energy
0: level. Show me my energy energy. level.
1: start at the ready position and you follow it around the chart to the right until it begins to show you a number. It'll keep uh, moving back and forth, but it'll stop at a number. In my case, it's like maybe 230 or 240 all the way around the chart. How is yours doing, Melanie?
0: I'm getting 360
1: now are you sure you're reading it from the right because that sounds more like 180 I
0: think, I think our charts might be different
1: right, different okay most people uh, when I douse for folks let's say they're ill and I'm have been uh, agreeing to help them uh, people who are ill can be like 90 that's wow. really low energy that's really sick um, most so that's, people-
0: a, that's a good point though so I'm my my pendulum is swinging to what I think is 370 but of course it's going back to 180 because yeah. but but it, it feels like it's going forward up to I don't, I don't know how do you tell the difference
1: all right so ask your pendulum is my energy level 180 that's a yes or no question
0: Oh, okay that's a good one is my energy level 180 It's not moving. <laughs>
1: Are you in the ready oh,
0: It's no. It's in. It's going no.
1: All right. So ask: Is my energy level the other one? Three seventy.
0: Is my energy level between three sixty and three seventy? It's saying yes.
1: All right. You go, girl. That's one of the highest ones I've seen. I'm
0: so I'm energetic.
1: That's that's why you have this show, and we're <laughs> all right. And so this is a way, again, that you're, okay, we're going to kind of jot that down or remember it, where we are, because we're going to do some clearing. And, and once you do some of this energy hygiene, you may see, now you're already at a real high level, so yours might not move very much, but some of us that have other things going on, uh, I've, had, I've had levels move by 100 points just after doing some of the clearing we're about to do. Wow. Okay, so we've asked for that. Now the next question, and people have all kinds of different beliefs about this sort of questioning, but I'll keep it in as general terms as as I can, is in this one we're going to get in the ready position and ask out loud. It's better if you ask these questions out loud and not just to yourself are there any non-beneficial energies of any kind attached on any layer or any level of my being? Are there any non-beneficial energies attached on any layer or any level of my being? These could be negative thought forms. It could be you know, some kind of energy you picked up when you went to the store that came back home with you.
0: Oh, tell me about it.
1: And it's pretty subtle and you don't really notice, but you might notice, hmm, I don't usually think like that or I'm feeling kind of down. You might check and see if you have any negative energies of any kind attached. Okay,
0: do I have any negative energies attached to me at any level? Okay, it's in the ready position. Just ask my question. Let's see if it goes yes or no. It's slowing down. It's in the middle and it's going no.
1: Okay, perfect. So this means you're clear on that one. But, and so that's great. If you do get a yes, and I will often get a yes if I've been out and about and a lot of in and out of a few places. So if you get a yes, you would call on your spirit guides, to come, see if they're available, and come immediately to remove all of these negative energies and entities, whatever they may be, and take them to another dimension for disposition. And your pendulum will start to spin counterclockwise when you do that.
0: That's called reverse dowsing.
1: That's correct. The term for it is reverse dowsing. Every time we reverse dowels like that and remove something, we don't leave a void. We put something in. So there's something good coming in a minute, but allow your pendulum to finish. And it may take a little bit. So what I do, once it slows down and goes back to the ready position, I ask, am I I clear of all of the non-beneficial energies that were previously attached. And I should go to yes. All right, so we've done that. So now let's do our positives because we've removed some interference. Because if here's the thing, if you have negative energies attached, they're gonna interfere with accuracy. They They, they tend to meddle, you know, not all of them, but that your 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 presence is not clean because you've got some hitchhikers, all right. Mm-hmm. Or however, you want to think of them. You don't have to be afraid of them. You just don't want them, and, and you're entitled to invite them to leave. Um, all right. And so now, what we're going to do is we're going to install. We're going to install. Calm, joyful energy, beautiful energy, balanced energy. You can say as many things as you want. You can ask for 15 things here, but you're asking to transform the energy that was there into what you would like to have, which is... You might say, "Pure channel energy to the divine." You might ask, like that. Yeah. Ask for one big thing, and then your pendulum during that time should be moving clockwise, and that is installing that framework within you. So let it finish. All right. And so now that we've done this clearing of any hitchhikers we've had, we're gonna move into some other questions, and when we're through with those questions, we're gonna look at our energy level again, because we're gonna look at what we've done and see if there's some improvement over where we were. Okay, here's a good question, and you can make up your own, there's nothing that magic um, about about this. Am I 100% clear and balanced in my energy field? Am I 100% clear and balanced in my energy field?
0: Am I 100% clear and balanced in my energy field? It is swinging, yes.
1: All right, that's great. That's where you wanna be, so acknowledge yourself. However, if one of your listeners is not, here's what you say, pendulum. Please spin uh, counterclockwise to clear and balance my energy field. Pendulum, please spin counterclockwise to clear and balance my energy field. And so it's clearing that. And we wait for the pendulum to do that. It doesn't take too long usually. Test it again. And am I 100% clear and balanced in my energy field? Yes. Okay, now I'm not gonna go and try to add anything new or different or positive at this point when we're going through these questions, but I'm going to move on to, these are all on a one to 10 scale or 10 to 100 on your chart. So be sure you get a chart at some point. And what these, what these questions are entitled, are, are enti- what they're trying to do, Is see if we have any blocks to our use of the pendulum accurately today and so they're all going to have the same beginning part to what degree am I aligned with blank all right to what degree am I aligned with spirit and your pendulum is the ready position and it should be moving to the right circles and so if you're looking at your chart you'll see Uh, If I use a scale of 1 to 10, that is from the yes position all the way to the no position. And that whole arc of the, if you were thinking of a compass, or part of a circle. So if I ask about to what degree am I aligned with spirit, you should get a reading there.
0: To what degree am I aligned with spirit? Oh, it's going up to the top of the chart. Okay. Yay.
1: All right, now. But what you should be reading on this, this is a scale, ask it again, say, on a scale of one to 10, to what degree am I aligned with spirit?
0: Oh, okay. That's that. On a scale of one to 10, to what degree am I aligned with spirit? Well, it's going, it's between nine and 10.
1: Okay. If you're happy with that, accept it. If you are not happy, let's say sometimes I do this and I might get that I'm at 50% for some reason. So what you do is say, align me with spirit to my highest level possible or my ideal level. Align me with spirit and your pendulum, if you're in the ready position you ask that question, should go clockwise. It'll start spinning clockwise, all right, and it'll fix it. Now you can ask again, to what degree on a scale of 1 to 10 am I aligned with spirit?
0: Will it go to 11?
1: Uh, You may may go to 11 because you're at 370. (laughs) Okay, but that's good enough because that's getting you to the right level here. All right, now. I think what happened you, in, in, before when you went up to the top, I think you were asking my aligned with spirit, and the answer was yes.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yay.
1: You want a measurement. And that's the beautiful thing about a pendulum is you can get measurements. And I just love that feature. Uh, I used to be in the finance world, and I love that you can get numbers from it. Okay, let's keep going. Now all this time that we're asking these questions, we're, we're doing our best to remain in that lowered brainwave pattern that we got into initially, which is more on the level of a your alpha to theta brainwave pattern. So if you ever feel like as you're going along that maybe you didst out and started ta- thinking about how you had to change the oil in your car, you don't have to do much except breathe again and have intention maybe. Tap gently, massage the little place on your head and get back with us. Okay, here we go. To what degree am I aligned with accuracy? I call this capital A accuracy and I call it the spirit of accuracy. There is such a thing as a spirit of a word. And so to what degree, now you're looking for 100% here. If you show up with 20%, I don't think I'd trust your pendulum use that day.
0: That's a great point, and I like to do that before I do any kind of dowsing for a client or or myself. Just really nice to know that you can trust your answers. Yeah.
1: So again, if you're not getting a hundred percent, ask your pendulum to adjust your accuracy level for this dowsing session too ideal for you or 100%? One or the other? The next one, we have three more. The next one is truth. Well, that's kind of close to accuracy, isn't it? But we're going to go ahead and ask, to what degree am I aligned with the spirit of truth for this dowsing session? It's the same on each one of these. You want to be as close to hundred percent as you can mm-hmm. get. Yep. If you're off, you know how to fix it. The next one is, to what degree am I aligned with clarity? Clarity is one of my favorite words because when we have clarity, we know. And so the spirit of clarity that makes things clear. Sometimes when we douse, we may not be asking quite the right question. Clarity will help us get to the right question so that we get the right answer.
0: That's a really big one for me, for sure, the right question.
1: Yeah. So ask for clarity and ask for up to 100% on that. And the final one is... And I didn't make this one up, so don't ask me what it all means. But to what degree am I aligned with the reality of all things? Hmm. To what degree am I aligned with the reality of all things? My guess is, and one of the older dowsers is where I got this, my guess is that's implying that in the greater consciousness that we're seeking, There is a reality for all things. There is uh, a connection that we can access. And so I'm willing to use it, and you can use it or not use it, but to what degree? And so see if you're lined up with the reality of all things. Because think if you're not, if you're in some sort of other land than that, you're probably not gonna get the kinds of answers you want. Uh, in the standard early training for most dowsers, uh, what they use is the can I, may I, should I. And so you ask, can I douse successfully today? So do you want to do that with me, Melanie? Sure,
0: absolutely.
1: i in the ready position, can I douse successfully today?
0: Can I douse successfully today? And saying yes should i do today on this Should i do today
1: topic. yeah on this topic all right and then yep. so should i means is it is in a good long term interest so we are can i may i should i so if we haven't asked let's do may i do on this topic today. may i
0: do on this topic today
1: it was interesting one time early on when i began as a dowser i asked the may i question it said no and i rarely get that but i and i was quite puffy about it <laughs> wow you know in kind of a teasing way and then i ask again may i douse on blah blah no and i so i i follow when i'm told that and i put my pendulum down it didn't take me more than a moment or two to realize I had an appointment and I was supposed to be leaving right when I was trying to start that dowsing session and I had like three minutes to get ready. Oh, and that's
0: interesting.
1: It was funny that it, it was like not going to let me get into that. I needed to realize I needed to go to an appointment. So uh, make sure if, if, if you miss any of these, make sure that you're doing the may I, can I, should sure I rubric. What I often do, um, I studied with Raymond Grace, and he asks, um, do I have the ability to douse for X, Y, Z? Okay, and, um, and, and, and you can ask things like, um, will my dowsing make a difference in this topic? yesterday I doused for a woman who had had some knee surgery and was having some symptoms and uh, she was having a lot of swelling so I made sure that I ask is do I have the ability to douse and make a difference yes you know should I do this yes then I feel comfortable going forward that I'm not off on some cockeyed errand for somebody that I care about that I really should not be uh, messing around with. Now, if I'm at the store, and I wanna choose a, a, a brand of baking soda, you can guarantee I'm not going through all of this. But anybody that does dowsing for other people or for serious matters, health matters, and you know, other matters, uh, most every dowser I know has a 20 to 30 minute protocol that he or she goes through before she connects with that client.
0: That's amazing. That's a really genuinely dedicated approach to dowsing. Whereas I usually ask those questions, I ask about clarity and then I go in, but having a 30 minute uh, approach, that's really amazing.
1: Because part of that for us is getting in our own space, making sure we're clear, and centered and balanced so that we can be completely available to the kind of questioning that comes forward.
0: Is that the kind of thing where you can do in the morning while you're getting ready and then it's good for the rest of the day or do you have to do it before every time you douse?
1: You know it's very good to do these in the morning period and Mm -hmm. just for yourself uh, to feel like you're connected with divine source during the day. Uh, I would still, if I had done that in the morning, I would still do a little shorter session before connecting with that person. Because I have been on the phone, on the computer, dealing with all kinds of other things during the day that may have sort of clouded my energy. So I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Some people might be able to stay in exactly that zone, but I don't trust it. I want to be absolutely sure that I am I'm in the most ideal place that I can for that information, because I want to have confidence in it.
0: That's fantastic. I love that. Do you have anything that you'd like to close with? Any last words of wisdom?
1: Well, thank you. I, I think there is. And it's actually a little practice exercise for us. And it's short, unlike the other. Okay. So. When you have finished a dowsing session, you want to close it and actually clear your pendulum like we were were talking about earlier. So when you're finished and the, I still have the client with me or if I'm doing it for myself, I'm still here. And so I'll get my pendulum in the ready position and I will say out loud, it is now my intention to close this dowsing session. My pendulum will start spinning clockwise
0: yeah mine's going clockwise
1: yes and what is it doing i i ask that any and all cords psychic cords of any kind that might be connected to this session be i call on archangel michael to come and cut those cords other people just ask that they be removed by their angels you can do anything you want just make sure you probably don't have cords attached but you might And then I ask my angels to carry any such cords into the light. So that if um, when we're dazzling, we're we're kind of connecting to an aspect of that person. And we don't want to keep carrying around someone else. We we only want to connect to that um, when we're when we're actually in a session and then we want to be finished. So so we ask that um, any cords be removed. And you may ask at that point that your pendulum be cleared of of all energies related to the session just ended or any other non-beneficial energies. As I mentioned in our session on Sunday with a group, uh, I saw one gentleman in a training I was in recently, he would gently tap the tip of his pendulum on the table. And and that was his intention for clearing also.
0: I love that idea. The
1: the final thing that you do is give thanks. Thank you for all the help given during this this dowsing session. And so we don't forget to thank all of our guides and helpers that enabled us to do really good work that day, either for ourselves or the people we love and care about. So that's how I would end it, you know, with gratitude.
0: That's a beautiful way to end it, Molly. Thank you so much for taking me through this very energetically cleansing podcast episode. I'm just so glad that you came and we had this time together and you shared your knowledge. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about what you do? Uh,
1: I have a, I have an email address that can be shared if that's appropriate. Is that please? you can actually also uh, find me on Facebook. Uh, it's Facebook uh, slash uh, author, Molly Glenn M O L L Y G L E N N and then my email contact address is the letter m the letter g at mollyglenn.com m o l l y g l e n n.com
0: That's perfect and I'll put those in the show notes as well so people can find them there.
1: Well, One May the hygiene be with you, dear. (laughs) so corny, but I wish uh, you and all of your listeners just great success in applying some of these principles.
0: And thank you again so much for sharing what you know. I loved it. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The New Moon Episode 10. I'm so thrilled to have you with me. Please check out the program notes for more info on Molly and how to reach her. And I hope you experiment with the technique she taught me in this episode. Energy is universal and reminds us how, like bands of a rainbow, we may appear distinct, but share the same awareness. Hey, be good to each other and believe in the power of play.